Good morning, everyone. Today, for my homily, I just want to start with a small story, with a short story. And I heard this story a while ago from another priest, and it's a very moving story. It's about a man who lived in China. He's a Catholic man, Chinese man living as a Catholic in China. And if you don't know this, it's very much illegal in most parts of China to really practice your Catholic faith. And so the Catholics in China, a lot of times they have to practice, when they celebrate Mass, they do it in secret, in underground places, in, in, in houses secretly. And so this man and his family were having Mass with the priests in their house with a lot of other people in secret. And they had to have guards standing outside the house to see if anyone's going to come and arrest them and to keep watch. And so one night the men were watching and they said, you know, we have to run. The, the police are coming to arrest us for celebrating Mass. And so they, they run immediately. They're, they're running. But the man, obviously, who owned the house didn't have anywhere to go. The priest ran off. The other people ran off to their homes. And, but the, the man who owned this house, he couldn't go anywhere. And so they arrested him. And so when they arrested him, for three weeks, they were torturing him to tell them where the priest is because they wanted to find the priest that was celebrating Mass in secret. And so, and so for three weeks, they electrocuted him, tortured him, beat him, and the man refused to tell them where the priest was because he knew if he told them where the priest was, all the other people wouldn't be able to have Mass. They wouldn't be able to have the Eucharist. And so after three weeks, they realized they're not going to break this man. They're not going to convince him to tell them. And so they let him go. So then what happens is eventually the man was able to come to the U.S., him and his family. And when he came to the U.S., he was so happy, he realized that he can go to Mass every single day. He can go to daily Mass, and no one is going to arrest him. And so he, they were so happy, him and his family at first, when they came to the U.S., like, wow, we can go to Mass every Sunday, we can go to Mass even every day if we want, and we have so much freedom here. But then time goes on, and then he realizes the more he works in the U.S., the more he can provide for his family. So some time goes by, he stops going to daily Mass, then he starts missing some Sunday Masses, and then eventually... Easter comes along, and he even didn't even go to Mass on Easter. And so, the moral of the story, the point of the story is, and it's the story, the, the point of the story is what communist China, through torture, could not do to this man. Our country, the culture in our country, in the U.S., stopped this man from going to church even without even trying to do anything to him. So that's the world we live in today. And even my dad and tells me stories about how back home in Tilkepe, a lot of you, maybe your grandparents, they would go to Mass every single day before they would go work in the farm. At 5 a.m., 6 a.m., they'd get up every day early, and they would go to Mass even every single day. And then we notice that when we come to this country, which we're so blessed to be here, that most of the people, when they came here, it's very easy to just 
no longer practice your faith. So how many of you can say you are aunts, uncles, relatives, maybe grandparents, cousins? We don't even go to, we don't even go to church on Sunday anymore. So it's just important, today's gospel, John the Baptist was a sign for the people. The same thing was happening at the time when John the Baptist was born. And when Jesus and John the Baptist were practicing their ministry, the Greek culture had attacked the people severely. That's why you see John baptizing, John baptizing people in the Jordan River before Jesus comes, and all the Jews were coming to him because all the youth were living out Greek culture. They weren't practicing their faith. They were living in impure morality. They were practicing greed, selfishness. They had just abandoned the Jewish faith. And so John the Baptist is a sign for us today saying, if the, if the culture of death has attacked you and your family, he is the sign to say, wake up, the king is coming. And so just important to recognize in the Gospels, Jesus always says, all of us in this church, we have to recognize the signs of the times that we are living in. So recognize now today, what is attacking us? Jesus says, be wise. He says, why is it that you can tell when a storm is coming or maybe a war is coming and you can tell these things, natural things that are coming, but he says, why can't you tell the signs of the times of your own generation that is killing your soul, right? Why can we not recognize the simple things that have just taken us away from God? And that can be very easily. It could just be, I got to go work in the store. I got to provide for my family. Okay, those are good things. But realize you're living in a very dangerous culture that it's so easy just to abandon God. You know, the people back home, and I used to think, like, I couldn't understand. I started reflecting on it more. Why did they, they would all go to, their faith was like a faith that was all together where there were a community. It's like a stream of fish flowing all together in one place going towards Jesus. And so when you take a fish out of water and you put him in the U.S., he doesn't know how to operate here. He doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know how to pray because back home, all the people together, they walk to church. The church is in the middle of their neighborhood. We all go to church together. We walk to church together. Today, it's easy not to see your relatives till Christmas. And even if Christmas, even if you're going to even see them. So we have to take initiative today more than ever to take action when we notice the devil is trying to take away my zeal for God, my love for God, looking for God. Because that can easily happen. And it happened to me, you know, when I was, um, my dad opened a new business. It was like a new dollar store. And um, he told me, I need your help on weekends. I need you to work. I said, Dad, you know, I go to church on Sundays. And he's like, well, just help me just a little bit. So a few weeks turned into a few months, and months turned into a couple of years, and I stopped going to Sunday Mass very easily. It's so easy to happen. And maybe some of you are about to go to college. You're about to leave high school. You know your mom and dad, maybe drag you, they drag you to church, right? Because you have good parents. They pull you by the ear, and they make you, Habibi, you better come to Mass. Okay, they kind of like drag you here, and you're like, 
kicking and screaming, I don't want to go, blah, 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 whatever it is, right? But notice, when you get older, you're going to have to make a choice for yourself. You're going to go to college, you're going to meet all your atheist teachers, and they're going to tell you not to believe in God, and you're going to have to make a choice. Do you believe in Jesus? Do you want to follow Christ? And so, John the Baptist was that sign telling people, come back to God. And so, eventually, we ourselves are going to be attacked by the culture, and then we have to remind ourselves and take initiative, am I going to follow Jesus on my own? Because no one's going to hold your hand today and make you come to church. We don't want to force people to come to church. Jesus says, you are free to love me in this country, or you're free to reject me. And so, Christmas is approaching, and so this is the time in our life to recognize what is pulling us away from God. Obviously, you guys, most of you come to church all the time, right? And you're, most of you are here, so you're doing your best to follow Jesus, right? It could be other things that are distracting us from God just because we come to church. Doesn't mean there's a million other distractions. Our phone, shopping, even making pacha too much. Maybe you're spending too much time. You're sowing all the pacha for six weeks or whatever else you're doing in your house. Okay, that's beautiful. We do that. But what's taking us away from God? And so we have to reflect this Christmas. How do we prepare for God? One other thing I just want to mention here. So Christmas is coming, right? All of you, are you going to go over your relative's house, right? You're going to go over someone's house maybe, or people are going to come by you. How are you going to be Jesus to people this Christmas that you only see once or twice a year, right? How is it that you're going to be loving, kind, forgiving, and maybe encouraging other families to come with you to Mass after Christmas is over? You know, it could be very simple. You know, you can change someone's life very simply. You can say, you can say to your sister or your brother or your uncle, I really want you to come. I'm not saying they're going to listen and don't do it in a mean way, but how are we going to invite people back to church this Christmas, right? Maybe I'm going to sit with some of my relatives and say, you know, I love you, but I want you to come back to God. You know, it's not saying you're the most horrible person. I know you believe in God, but you're distracted. You're distracted from just wanting to provide for your family. I want you to come to church with us. Because going to, sometimes we need encouragement from our family members, our brothers, our sisters, to say we need to turn back to God. And so a good opportunity to do that this week is going to be, we're going to have some confession nights. So Tuesday, a lot of the priests from the diocese, we're going to be first at St. Joseph. We're going to go to St. Joseph from 6 to 9 o'clock. They're going to have confession on, on Tuesday, this Tuesday, from 6 to 9 o'clock as well, on Wednesday at St. George, a lot of the priests were all going there, like they're going to be like 10 priests, at St. George from 6 to 9 o'clock on Wednesday, and then on Holy Martyrs, we're going to have confession from 6 to 9 p.m. at Holy Martyrs. And so, making a good confession and inviting those maybe who haven't been to confession in many years, even before COVID, or it could be 10 years, 20 years, is a good way to help people have a fresh start. And that fresh start can be very simple. How did John the, St. John the Baptist do it? He was simply baptizing people in the Jordan River. Be cleansed of your sins. Change your heart. And come back and prepare yourself for Jesus. So let's pray at this Mass to good, be good witnesses for others this Christmas and to lead people to Jesus as we prepare for his coming. Amen.